All right. Uh, stop. Everybody collaborate. Everybody listen up. As you know, I have turned off the air conditioning. So much of our profits were going to keeping you people comfortable. Um, and it's unacceptable. But I do realize that um, a few of you, especially the fire elementals, are at risk of just well dying here. So what I've decided to do, uh, and Ian had this great idea. Thank, thank you, Ian. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I, I really thought this was a good one, and I'm so glad that you guys are all going to be here to help this. So um, just be patient, and we'll get through this as quick as possible. We are going to open a portal to the realm of ice. Um, and that way, it'll kind of always be here whenever you need to chill out. You will have to leave your office doors open. Uh, but I think this will ultimately be a cheaper solution. Yeah, and, and so for the time being, also, everyone just dress appropriately. Just know that, you know, it's going to be a little bit warmer. Um, but depending on how close you are to the ice portal, maybe it'll be a little colder. So what we're going to go ahead and uh, do is I'm going to need everybody here to chant along with us. Okay, we Ian's got this scroll here. We've pinned it up. So everybody, three, two, one. I want to build a snowman. I want to build a snowman. Let it go. Let it go. And it's open. Ooh, that is chilly. All right. Uh, thank you, Ian. Great idea. Thank you, everybody, for opening the portal along with us. Uh, it was so ice of you guys to come to the meeting. Okay. I am giving you the cold shoulder. Travis Royals and lead designer Ian of the Hills are tanking their adventure architecture firm. One failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their crappy castles. Ian, have you noticed that when we start these podcasts, I always start with Ian? Yeah, I thought that was just because you wanted me to have more brand recognition with this. And so you started with my name as the first thing that people hear. And so they really associate me as really being the leader of this podcast. That's a very strange leap. Um, you're half right, quarter right, one eighth right. I am trying to productize you uh, as you are my co-host, and I think it's important that, yes, we get your brand out there. All that other stuff you said, no. But I got to sell these shirts with our faces on them, and I'm afraid that people will see this product and they'll go, oh, I really want the left half of that shirt because I know who Travis is. He's the host of the podcast. But who's that person on the right? I don't recognize that person. What is Jan? They think it's pronounced Jan, for instance. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you did you did spell my name wrong on those shirts that you had printed, and I think that is that is going to be one of the the hard sells that we have. So, I mean, do we want to start the episode over and you just pronounce my name as Jan from now on? 
Wait, what? How do you spell your name? Uh, I A N. That's crazy. That it, is I crazy. Mean, it's a it's a very old halfling spelling. Not Y O N. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, crappy castle shirts now half off. Um, you know what? I'll toss them. I'll just toss them. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Adron, you doing good? Uh-huh. Good. Crappy Castles is a podcast that we host. Let me let me sip on this tea here. We do uh, design d- dungeons and adventures pro bono for our listeners. So if you want a dungeon like the one you're about to hear. Oh, God, I hope it's a dungeon now. I've really let in. Sometimes these things go awry. Email us, why don't you? Well met at crappycastles.com. We do have a letter, and uh, I'd be happy to read it, Travis, if you don't mind. I know you've got that nice hot mug of uh, troll tea over there, and I want you to, you know, get in that. You know, it's so expensive because the way they get it out of the troll is so involved. That's true. Yeah, you got to really, like, squeeze those trolls. Got to get all those juices out. And from the inside, no less. Yeah. Uh, yeah, troll press is a, it's a pretty uh, big, big apparatus. Yeah, go ahead. I'll be sipping on this. You, you read our letter today. Hey, Royals and Royals. I come to you with a moral quandary. I'm a vegan and I love being a dungeon master. But so many adventurers center around slaughtering innocent beasts. Like what did dragons do to you? I'm even a little weary of animal-adjacent baddies like kobolds. Sounds like they're really into the scaly friends here. Now, are, th- are things with scales animals? I, um, well, here, I thought let, there let, was something, something Well, Yeah, else. let's just go. I got ha- other, other half of the letter. We'll come okay. back to the, the, <clears throat> the scales. Sip my tea. We'll, we'll, weigh, we'll weigh that on the scales of knowledge. I'm going to sip this tea and say... And that's none of my business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love it. What? I mean, they're just hanging out, and all of a sudden, here comes a party of adventurers to slaughter them? That's just kind of fucked up. Can you help me think of some bad, big bad monsters that aren't necessarily, you know, animal-esque? Thanks, Megan. All right. Vegan Megan. Uh, vegan Megan? I think that the problem that Megan is having is that she's overthinking this. Inherently, all creatures are guilty of some sin. Um, that's what it says in the good book. It. Uh, what do you think is the most common sin that all of these creatures are um, uh, guilty of? Sloth. I mean, you come Sloth. out of the womb very lazy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say womb. She seems to be focused on reptiles, which come out of eggs. Eggs. Ugh. Eggs. Yeah. Ugh. Well, eggs. Beholders, where they're just kind of nightmared into existence. Yeah, that's true. Is I mean, beholders have tentacle-esque things. Does, would would uh, Megan here consider a beholder animal-esque? Well, I think whatever we do, we come up with, it needs to have no scales, because I think that seems to be okay. a pretty defining feature. Um, no scales, so fish are right out. Yep, yeah, no fish people, so. Are fish um, animals? Um, uh, every day except Friday, I believe. You know what, let's save some time here, Ian. 
could you tell me everything that's an animal? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let's see. There's the dire dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the dire porpoises. Right. Um, and then I think it's um, kobolds and dragons. I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Things with feet. Okay, I'm I'm starting yeah. to mm-hmm. things things without feet. Yeah, I'm I'm getting a clear picture here. Um, you know, my understanding is things like owl bears, right? Um, though both an owl animal, bear animal, combine them together, aberration, not not animal. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we could try to sell that through to Megan, but I don't I don't know. I feel like that's gonna get caught up in her her filter. Uh, I think we yeah. got to go. You know what? I think I know what she needs. I, I think I know too. And we, we want to do the same the same time thing again. I, that it didn't really work out last time, but it works every time. Three, two, one. Boss Owl rush. Owl bear sticks. Okay. No. Then I really, really thought, Ian. We have to do a boss rush. She's right. Okay. I'm I'm looking at our catalog here. There's mm-hmm. dragons. There's uh magnificent beasts. Uh, there's a large gorilla man. There mm-hmm. uh I would say that even, you know, I'm seeing skeletons, I'm seeing zombies. These are undead creatures. Okay. Animals. They have feelings. Yeah, depending on how they were magically created and imbued, they could still possess the feelings of their once living counterpart. I'm starting to real uh, feel really bad. I'm starting to feel really bad about what we do here, Ian. Um, okay, well, um, well, hold on to that moral um, foundation that you've, you're suddenly developing um, spontaneously. Uh, wh- what is in that troll tea? Oh, that's right. I forgot. Let me take a sip. Ooh, yeah. Uh, well, you I, are. I- Sparkly, sir. Oh, thank you. Yes, I I am. I have been moisturizing. Um, I I had an idea for one of them. If uh, you'd like to hear it, boss rush, boss rush, vegan boss rush for Megan. The dandy lion. Okay. Yes. Now we're talking. Tell me about this dandy lion. All right. Well, um, it grows in the wilds of your front yard. Hmm. Hmm. And um, uh, it's going to require a lot of constitution checks because, man, these things really get your allergies going. Let me just tell you. And is uh, it? I know it's lesser beings, of course, are are small mm-hmm. in stature. Yeah. Uh, uh, will Will the dandelion be very very large? What are we thinking here? Oh yes, of course. Yes, yeah. It, it grows uh, uh, very large and very quickly. Um, it is one of those things uh, I would consider it uh, uh, megaflora, um, mm-hmm. but they have an incredibly short lifespan. And maybe to simplify this, just make sure it can't make a wide range of facial features, right? So when it's got that mane of flowers and it's it's roaring at, at uh, Veg and Megan, mm-hmm. maybe we just make sure that it can't like show sadness or it can't show joy um doesn't doesn't like have an interest in any sort of television shows i mean that's the great thing about them is that they have such a short lifespan that they're not able to really even develop any sort of emotional relationship or attachment to anything perfect perfect 
So yeah, our our adventurers are going to need to be rolling those sneezing checks. Let me ask you, Dandelions, does the ones you blow away make a wish? Uh, the ones that you blow away uh, make more dandelions, which is the problem and makes it um, a potentially uh, very dangerous uh, enemy that you think you've uh, beaten it and you've, you know, moved on through your dungeon. And then you come back with your arms laden with treasure, suddenly thousands of more dandelions. It's like kind of like a real vegetable hydra scenario. Oh, feeling the thrall. One can make a wish, but at the expense of sneezing a lot more <laughs> and and fighting more and making even more dandelions right, right, right. and all that and all that of course so i love the dandelion i think it's nice a nice chopped salad when all said and done she's gonna love that some sort of vinaigrette right mm-hmm. yeah and and, and, and of course edible obviously that's definitely one way to go i wonder Hmm. I have an idea, and I wonder if this is a workaround. It is bestial in nature. Well, I mean, it's okay. All right. I'm all ears. I'm I'm ready to hear you out, Travis. But what if, instead of just slaughtering the thing, mm-hmm. your goal was to tame it? Okay. The limo steed is a stretch horse that can easily fit a party of up to five adventurers. It is a minch in a mince in length, and yeah. it is a minch in so much as it does lots of very nice favors for people about town. Yeah, it has got cup holders and all of that as well. <laughs> and it's being very nice. They they happen upon this town. The the limo steed is taking care of everybody, giving everybody rides around town. But it's it's softening the population. You see, they're becoming too reliant on the limo steed. Mm, it eventually right? so, becomes a a U shaped kind of limo steed and i don't yes and i don't know what that means but i'm going to continue and what the limo steed needs this is a new new party to take care of (laughs) so by kind of wrestling this thing to the ground and getting all its lassos up on it and and you know saddling up you're really saving its life Okay, all and right. giving it purpose again, because it's atrophying here, right? It needs a challenge again, the limo okay. steed. All right, yeah, it needs to get out into the wilds, you know, go do some cross-country treks, not at this inner city living. So you're going to have to manhandle it. You might even have to punch it in the head. But baby, when all's mm-hmm. said and done, you're helping. So, Travis... um, it does dawn on me that we didn't really define this. Uh, do you know what vegan means? Okay. I was worried about this. I can know. Mm-hmm. And I do know, and I'm going to explain it right now. Yeah. You want to say it at the same time? I want to say it and watch your mouth, Ian. Just mm-hmm. you, move, you tell me if I'm good. Just, okay. All right. Ready? Don't let them hear. Don't let them hear, but I'm going to. Okay. All right. Vegan is when you, you like to give a kiss a dog on the head. Uh, um, yeah, that's, that is one of the, the things. Um, let's, let me try that saying it a different way. Okay. This is, this is really good for our audio medium that I'm doing 
mm-hmm. video mouth movement things. Um, all right. I, <laughs> of course, I can explain to you what a vegan is. A vegan is someone who um, has run out of meat. Um, by choice, right? They chose it. Why would they choose yeah. that? Well, they perhaps, uh, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, sometimes it could be just prescribed as a medical advice, mm. uh, depending on whatever uh, health conditions they may be experiencing. Uh, a lot of times, though, it is a moral quandary that they feel like uh, things that are living uh, don't deserve to die in order for you to be fed. You keep saying that word quandary. You want to walk me through that one? Uh, yeah. So um, a quandary, uh, the root word of there is quad. And so it's a problem with four different facets. Right. Anything with four legs. That's why I think we're yeah. in the clear. The limo steed, lots of legs. She's not oh, mind okay. All right. giving this thing a walloping. Of course, provided that. You don't eat it, Megan. Okay. Right. Um, you know, yeah, let's, I mean, that's, that is an option. Uh, I think that's, so we can put a pin in the limo steed. I think that's good. Yeah. I I mean, I love it. It's so good. You can, as you adventure, maybe add a sunroof to it. It's probably like that button to make the main rise up and Mm -hmm. come back down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can hide under there real easy. Mm -hmm. Tinted main. It's time for a short break. Hello, listeners. I am Travis. I'm on the podcast you're listening to, and I come to you with some words of wisdom. If you like the show, you're going to love the Patreon that goes along with it. It has uh, early listens. We've put songs from Adron on there. We have started doing some Patreon exclusive episodes. Um, so go there and check it out. We're also on TikTok. Uh, our friend Josh is making some awesome TikToks with clips from this show, not other shows. That would be weird. Um, and you can watch them in a semi-animated format uh, on our Crappy Castles TikTok, at Crappy Castles. Uh, Ian, anything else they should know? Uh, today, I had a gluten-free sandwich for lunch. Great. Uh, and keep those emails coming to wellmet at crappycastles.com. Um, Ian uh, believes he's allergic to gluten. So if you want to weigh in on that, pro against make sure to email wellmet at crappycastles.com thanks well that's mine what else you got uh well i think uh yeah you think you're mr smarty pants knowing what vegans are and what a what a quarry is well tell me this give me another boss for this rush uh, well, I think that's, um, obvious. Uh, we're going to have to go with fruit bats. No, I thought, I thought she wasn't going to eat that. Right. Isn't that some sort of, they have feet. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You're thinking of fruit bats. These are fruit bats. Okay. And I am looking at a picture here. So is this some sort of twist you have? Some sort of startup you're launching on 
because I'm seeing a fruit bat and it doesn't look like fruit. Is that where you're going with this? No, 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 no. See, the problem is you're you're spelling it with the wrong emphasis. Mm. <laughs> you got to put the fruit in all caps. Okay. Now, oh, yes. Describe yeah. what I'm seeing here. Yeah. So, yeah, you could see that it looks like an orange when it's hanging upside down off a tree. Right. But then that rind unpeels and it's these leathery like bat wings. Ian, you invented a new kind of animal. Megan's going to hate this. <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually um, a piece of uh, of of vegetable. No, here's here's how we're gonna twist this. It's a fruit Dracula. <laughs> it wants to suck out your juices. <laughs> it wants your juice. It's made of juice. Uh, you know, I think this is the dandelion out again. It is technically flora. You know, it is, I think he's probably a banana, right? The largest of the fruit. Um, I mean, there is a jackfruit. Mm, jackfruit would be dangerous. It would be. And smelly. Oh, yeah. Well, the, it's, it's, it's fruit Dracula and his, and his friend Jack. <laughs> and his foot, foot Jack. <laughs> his Jack is very spiky. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. and when these two are attacking you, he might uh, the fruit Dracula might whip you with one of his peels. Jack might just roll into you. I mean, I think if you're making melee attacks with him, you're probably going to take a little bit of damage just from the spikiness. Absolutely. How do you get through to this thing? Yeah, you got it all ranged, you know. And jackfruit, once you split this boy open, he's going to stink to high heaven. Oh God! Talk about some constitution checks. Yeah, it is going to be kind of a, a dangerous go on this. Honestly, I mean, it's you know you're going to take the damage just making melee attacks against it, and then you got to make constitution saves against just not heaving. You know what? After all this is said and done, you're going to have a nice little meal going in between between your you got your dandelion salad, you got some nice cut up fruit. Megan's going to be ready for a picnic, probably. Does that inspire you to come up with another boss monster? They they're pulled, they pull up on their stretch steed, lay down the blanket. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. What's like, hmm. So there's the, what do we call those? Um, they're, they're like carpets, but they kill you. Uh, we put them in all our dungeons. Yeah. The, uh, rug of smothering. Yes, yes, that that's it. What? I always get it backward and want to call it the smug of mothering. Ooh, a smug mother would be a great boss, but now's not the time, Ian. Yeah, save what's, that for a different thematic boss rush. What's larger than a rug? Right? What would? What is the? So you've got your your full carpet. Mm-hmm. Um. You've got, I guess, tarps. Tarps are pretty big. Yeah. Um, Bed sheets. Like a circus tent. Okay. All right. Like a circus of smothering. Okay. All right. I like where you're you're going here. Um, so the circus tent, right? It pops up in town. Mm-hmm. Everybody assumes normal circus. Yeah. You go in there. They're doing all sorts of vegan uh circus tricks mm-hmm. for you, just yep. for you megan yeah 
So things like... They've got an onion ring on fire. Uh-huh. They've got a... Uh, <laughs> they've given a peanut a top hat and a cane. And could mm-hmm. yeah. have taught him how to f- do a show. With, a, with, with, with only one eye, he's able to see out of with his monocle. But little do they know. Mm-hmm. It's all a facade. And once they purchase their ticket... Mm-hmm. This deadly circus. That tent gonna come down on him. Try to smother him up real good. Oh, how do you think they got to get out? I would use like a sword. Okay. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty scary, right? Hmm. But it could, I mean, it's just a tent. You just cut it up. And, and just to make sure that we're uh, addressing. Uh, m- Megan's concerns and requests here. Uh, this tent is an actual tent that's been ensorcelled to just try to capture uh, its occupants. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I think it's been sourceled up real good. Um, but who was behind it? Well, that's the real question. I suspect the peanut with the monocle, personally. <laughs> Don't trust that motherfucker as far as you can throw him. Oh, no. This Monsieur Peanut, he sees you underneath his smothering tent. He says, I have captured you once and for all. He's going to hate when that sword comes right through his, his precious monster. Yeah, or, you know, where's it gets kind of a... Big uh, flaming hands to the face on that, you know, becomes a roasted peanut. Mm, but just imagine how good it's going to feel when you put that bowl of mixed nuts down on your your new picnic blanket made of circus tarp. I love it. That's going to uh, be good. What do you think? Do you think we've given some options here for Megan? Or you want to come up with one more? Let's see. There's the peanut man with the tent. There's a Dracula with a spiky friend. <laughs> Um, there's the dandy lion. They're already the riding stri- on the limo stri- steed. Yeah, the limo steed. Well, I think we can give Megan probably the boss that she wants to destroy most of all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so too. I mean, it's really, I think what she's looking for is something that's probably very trendy and on brand. You know, I think that is... Interesting. What if she could take something that reflects all the classic carnivorous trappings mm-hmm. of tradition? Yeah. And can be dispelled. Mm, okay, by... so I was going a little bit different direction here. It sounds like we might have two more for her. Okay, you do your thing and then I'm going to do mine. Okay. So I was thinking, um, you know, uh, so often these adventurers are hunting these, you know, great beasts and uh, looking for trophies and they'll, you know, they're mounting these dragon heads on the walls or they're, you know, putting these, you know, behemoth tooths, you know, as like chandelier ornaments and things like that, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, they're taking basilisk guys and turning them into Christmas ornaments you know, all these trophies, horrible things of like murder of animals, right? Right. But what if you could hunt down a vicious plant-based monster? Okay. AKA the Monstera. Wow. 
And upon conquering it, you're able to bring that home and display it proudly in your own home in an area of medium to low sunlight, Mm -hmm. uh, watering it about once a week. And you're not just saying this because we have a Monstera in the corner of the podcast studio, correct? Oh, is that a trophy from one of our adventurers? (laughs) Sort of. If you count going to the plant nursery and adventure and then also paying a lot of money to have it moved from three different apartments, then (laughs) yes, it truly is a trophy. I mean, if you've kept it alive through all of that, then I I suppose you deserve a reward. What is the Monstera's powers? They just grow a lot and you have to keep buying shit (laughs) to take care of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's not used very much anymore. But I feel like that standard issue ten uh, foot pole that used to be an old school adventure right. thing was a requirement uh, yep. would come in real handy for them. Yeah, you're gonna need to prop this thing up. It's gonna fall over you. That's that. That's the real issue. Is this thing? You know, you know, go to the jungle to seek it, and it just grows and grows, and it. Yep. Uh, risks. And those creepy ass finger it. air roots too. You know, I think that all of this leads us to a great final boss, which is probably who Megan is the most mad at of all. Okay. And that is the Baron of Barbecue. Oh, the Baron of Barbecue. Wow. Daddy Daddy Meats. Daddy Meats. <laughs> Daddy Meats is a father figure. Uh-huh. With a thick mustache. Okay, great. Man, she's gonna she's gonna be able to punish the carnivores and the patriarchy, it sounds like at the same time. He stands by the great grill, sharing problematic anecdotes to anybody who approaches drunk on his own power and and, 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 and cooler and yeti cooler beer. of beer. <laughs> yes. And also a cooler yeah, so, made out of Yeti to keep his beer cold. <laughs> exactly. A cooler of skinned Yeti. And at the slightest provocation, he will do an accent <laughs> of some race <laughs> that he's heard of. Poorly at that. Oh, it's never close and it's always b- very bad. Yes. Yeah. And the great grill father, he, he must be dispatched. But not he's the- he's dr- he's just intoxicated all the time, and he's just he's putting that meat on, and then it's just burning, and it's just going to waste. He's not even eating it and serving it; like he's just it's all for show. And yeah, it's he's a bad guy. And the adventurers will bring after their picnic, of course, will bring the uh, Baron of Barbecue a large uh, portobello mushroom as an offering and say, please grill this. And he will be (laughs) fly into an anger saying, you shouldn't have moved to California. (laughs) And well, and I think that, uh, you know, for maybe the more seasoned and, uh, 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 adventures looking for more of a challenge. I get it um, seasoned. Yeah. Um, 
uh, if you really want to uh, ha- like enrage him and like you know have his hit points double and do all have all of his attacks do double damage, ask him to clean his grill first before he does the mor- the portobello mushroom. Mm. And um, yeah, man, that'll really provide you with a really tough challenge. And I think that's how the you ultimately undo the meat daddy is you you continue to infuriate him, dodging his blows, hiding mm-hmm. behind his yeti cooler maybe even inside of it if need to until the well, he's probably turning that grill up hotter and hotter all the time until he just catches fire himself right exactly exactly until much like a sims character he is lit aflame by standing too close to his own burning rage it's symbols yeah what is this but symbols truly the greatest adventures are uh, yeah, lessons to be learned by everyone. I think Megan's going to love this one. Do you want me to sum it up? Hey, give it a shot. I mean, it's a rush, so let's see how quick you can. Oh, okay. All right. You, you tell me when. I'm going to start the timer. All right. Three, two, one. Rush. First of all, if you're going to have a dandelion, it's going to have a crazy mane of uh, uh, allergy-inducing sneezing attacks that creates more of itself in a hydra-like fashion. So you got to be quick about dispatching it and getting your treasure and getting out of the dungeon before more are created to torment you. And then hop upon your stretch limit (laughs) steed and with all your whole party with the many-legged horse and cup holders abroad and send it out into the wilds to get fancy free and wild and live its best life instead of its behind its cold city walls. And then from there, you can go forth and meet uh, but dodge the fruit bats as they swoop down and try to uh, use their Dracula-like prowess to suck your juices from your whole body and then from there you if escaping those and uh, uh, but hopefully maybe making a nice smoothie along the way uh, you can come across okay I think <laughs> okay let's back up <laughs> I thought I nailed that no let me uh, Look, you you read the letter. Let me try to summarize this one. Okay. <laughs> Give me the countdown. Uno, dos, tres. Then you got to say rush. Rush. Dandelion, powers, allergies, weaknesses, everything that pl- flowers have. Next, the limo steed, long strong down to get the carry shit on no hold on i can do this three two one rush rush first up dandelion dandelion powers include very large kind of scary no facial features and you're very allergic to it weaknesses include basically everything a flower has stretch limo steed must be tamed longest horse you ever done did seen can accommodate up to five adventurers cup holders optional do not kill it megan number three fruit dracula it's a dracula but fruit we think it has a friend jack there who's very spiky we never established if it's like full size dog size you don't know good luck next up Monsieur Legumes, disastrous circus of smothering. 
he will lure you in, but be careful. The tint is animated, and it will try to fall upon the... Cut his ass up into a nice bowl of mixed nuts and get to moving. What's this last thing that you said? Monstera. The Monstera. You must move it from apartment to apartment, I think, is what we decided. It's very expensive. Until finally you encounter the Baron of Barbecue, the Meat Daddy, behind the Great Grill. Make him angry by saying things like, I actually think we should take care of impoverished people. (laughs) And he will fly into such a rage. Make sure to hide behind his Yeti cooler until he lights himself ablaze with his own fury and also propane and propane accessories. Rush complete. I, I don't know that I didn't, I didn't feel like you were really rushing through that. I, I mean, yeah, you know, I will do the next one faster. I appreciate the feedback. Um, I guess I just, um, I'm starting to really feel this tea. You think troll tea's vegan? Uh, there's only one way to find out. Field trip to the Troll Tea Press Factory LLC. Adron, can you get us a Troll Factory Groupon? It's time for learning. And if you could go ahead and start the stretch limo steed, um, get that fired up and warmed up so we're ready to go. And let the company know. It's a mandatory trip. Wow. Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon, free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy. Adron, here are some extra chanting noises if you need them. Dun da da dun da da dun 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 da dun da da dun dun. Let it go, let it go. What? What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Ice to meet you. Ice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) And you just let us know how that sounds.